I still sometimes show a little respect, and I'll pull a blanket or a pillow over my my my, my groin. I like to see your bulge, man. It lets me know what I'm, what I'm up against as another man. I, I dude, I totally feel that, man. Well, I'm at work sometimes. You know, new guy comes on the job. You know, I just go ahead and grab his junk and see what he's got going on. You know, what you got going on down there? Let me see what you're working with, son. Nutritious, oh, delicious nature box product. If you can't hear from the texture um, betwixt our teeth, this is an apple cinnamon crunch. Mm, nature box. It's got white chocolate, peanuts, almonds, mm. candied peanuts. Did I mention this from Nature Box? Chunks of dried apple. Mm. All natural ingredients, no preservatives. I kind of like preservatives though. Like I've got a, I've got. A like two gallon jar of preservatives at my house. You mean Some, preserves? No preservatives. I sometimes just sit there and spoon them into my face hole. Hmm. Where do you get these preservatives? Mm, you get them in a lot of places. Sam's, Walmart. I prefer the morgue. What? <laughs> <laughs> Formaldehyde. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm never done. <laughs> God, dude. Today was kind of a fiasco, man. How so? Tamara was supposed to be getting a, a rental car. Oh, yeah, this rental car thing. She's supposed to be getting rental cars. She's got a convention to go to this weekend. She wanted to be at the hotel tonight. She's got a reserve for the night. She's supposed to be checking in tonight. We're on the way late, of course, because of traffic today. Friggin', we're talking to them on the way there and find out that if... We use a debit card. I have to show like proof of residency in Baytown because we're getting from the one in Baytown because it's a lot cheaper. Right. And so we're like, well, guess we'll pick it up tomorrow because I wasn't able to use the credit card. Right. I have to wait till tomorrow to where I can use my credit card. Huh. Life of a poor man. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. Oh, man. And besides that, man, the fiasco I am going through with my car. Your car? My car. What's wrong with your car? What isn't wrong with my car, Kel? What do you mean? I took it to the shop. Shop calls me a couple weeks later. You're fucking dogging it out? They're telling me that my car is ready. Sweet. Badass. I can't wait to get my STI back. Go get it. Checking it out. No big deal. There's a little bit spot of paint that needs to be fixed. But I don't have rental time anymore on, my, on the rental car. Let me yeah. get. Let me go ahead and get my. Uh, let me go ahead and get my car. And they're like, "Yeah, just bring it back in, no problem." All right, cool. And I noticed the splash guard is is uh, not been replaced on one of the wheel wheels. And I asked the lady, "I was like, hey, this uh, this is still all torn up, sir. That was like that when you brought it here." I'm like, "Yes, ma'am, I understand that. There was lots of stuff wrong with my car when I brought it here. <laughs> That's why it's here. <laughs> You're supposed to fix these things." Oh, well, yada yada yada. Then I'm driving down the road, get to where I'm going, my bumper starts popping out, drive it some more, a piece of the bumper falls out. Really? Then I'm checking to see all the damage that's been done from the bumper and all that stuff popping out, then I notice a piece of the bumper they didn't even paint. 
Then I'm driving some more. And what happens but my uh, warning lights. That was the whole reason that I even brought it to that dealership because I figured that there was something wrong. They needed to fix it. Right. Fucking warning lights come back on. Okay, your engine light? Like, no, like my ABS light, my traction control light, my hill assist light, and my my uh, differential gauge your car doesn't start work blinking. Anymore. Your car doesn't work anymore. No, it runs. It runs, but <laughs> I had to bring it back in there, and I'm trying to tell the insurance, I don't think these guys, you know, know their ass from a hole in the ground, essentially, and uh, I don't trust them to do the repairs. They're like, well, you got to let them try. Whatever. Jerk-offs. But you're not paying for it. Fuck no. The only thing that I might get tangled on is if it's just coincidence that whatever the engine lights or the check the warning lights and everything happen just to be coincidence and not related to the wreck, then if I want it fixed, I'll have to pay for that. And I won't have a rental car for when it's in the shop getting fixed. Kind of sucks. That's pretty horrible. Yeah, that's pretty horrible. You should just get another car. Hey, everybody that listens, all our all our listeners, like all three of them, don't go to Gilman North. They suck dick. Okay. Filet and filet. Filet, filet. You heard the man right here in that virtually grown-up studios where you can spill your espresso martini on your lap and nobody will judge you. No one. Not even you. Not even me. I won't even judge myself. And I'm my hardest critic. <laughs> now, when I say hardest, I mean the, the degree that I judge myself on. But, I mean, just... In general, my body is rock hard. Mm-hmm. Physically. Yes. Flesh is unpierceable. Indeed. Much like my butthole. That is up for debate. <laughs> well, I guess the time comes for everything. Yeah. And I think the time has come to actually uh, start the show. For real? Mm-hmm. Is it really that time already, eh? I think it's, I think it's that time. Cool, man. Welcome to Virtually Grownups. Uh, my name is Kel Miller, uh, better known as The Alchemist. And I am Patrick Radia, a.k.a. Patty Cakes. Or PP. Or PP. He's not going by PP. I don't go by PP. <laughs> so if you say PP and you expect a response from Pat, then... Well, I'll, look, you, you probably will get a response from me, but it, I, it probably won't be a hello or hey, what's up? I'll probably just hit you dead in your mouth. You want positive response or negative response, brother? <laughs> Life is all about choices, alright, son? Let me tell you. So come on now, okay? What's been up, man? Um, what's been up? Um, you man, we've, we've been real busy today, lately. Yeah? Have you been I've like... had a new job, and I'm working different times, and then I've had to play Final Fantasy VII. Oof. Now that's a chore right there, dude. That's gotta happen. Um, yeah. I mean, how many hours are you required to log in a, in a I day? I think I've packed 40-something hours onto it so far. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Were you averaging about two or three hours a day? No, no, no. I'm not playing every single day. I didn't play at all today. I actually really? didn't play today. No. You're I played gonna, Final you're Fantasy You're going to make it up on another day. I played Final Fantasy IX instead. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. That seems like a dumb idea. I was checking it out. I've never played it before. You have to finish Final Fantasy VII before you can go to nine. Well, you got to go to eight first, then go to nine. I finished Final Fantasy Seven a multitude of times. A um, multitude? Multitude. The only thing I haven't completed in that game before is getting all the enemy skills. Other than that, I've collected everything. Um, My enemy has so many skills. <laughs> with the play I'm in right now, um, I've gotten my gold chocobo, and I've got the Knights of the Round Materia. I'll be working on Ruby Weapon soon. I could get a gold chocobo, like, if I wanted to in Skyrim. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They don't have chocobos in Skyrim. Hell yeah, they do. Yeah? <laughs> when you're a modder, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so explain this to me. Go ahead. 
Tell me what you've been up to because you've been you've been dabbling in the world of modding. Yeah, dude, I'm modding the shit out right now. I won't I won't talk too much on that just yet. We'll we'll save that for a little bit later. But suffice it to say, I've conti- I'm continuing on my uh, research and education of the modding world. It's 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 cool. It's, it's fun. Give me a little taste of what you've done so. Tell me some crazy things you've been able to mod, like just some ridiculous outlandish things you've been able to do. Um, my favorite one so far is one that makes all the women in Skyrim, uh, their bodies look like they're dripping wet with sweat, and the body just gleams with it. <laughs> you just make everybody look like they're soaking wet. Yeah, they just look like they're sweat dripping off their bodies. But it's really funny because in like certain lights, it becomes more opaque and milky looking. So, <laughs> enough said. <laughs> oh, Skyrim, it's a it's a hell of a game. It sounds like it. Um, man, there's there's some crazy mods out there. There really, really are. Uh, I rem- I played Doom three on the computer. And I did some weird modding in that. Pretty much just dropping bosses in places bosses aren't supposed to be. <laughs> uh, just to fight them there and stuff like that. Yeah. Stupid stuff. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I've done some modding in the realm of... Okay. <laughs> that was funny. I don't even know what that was, but it made me laugh. That's Haley's My Little Pony oh, stuff God, coming from her iPad. Pony. I hate My Little Pony. Every I guess I don't time. hate... I guess I don't hate it, but I don't get it. Even Tamara likes it. Grown woman sitting there watching My Little Pony. I don't have too much room to talk, I guess. I mean, I freaking watch I mean, cartoons on a regular basis. Like, Steven Universe. I thought that show was going to be stupid as hell. And I've grown to love Steven Universe. No, Steven Universe is cool. I, we watched the first few episodes of it. Um, I've watched every episode. That so was a far. cool... Yeah, that was a cool little show when we had cable. Dude, it's... You have the internet, man. Freaking go to kick-ass torrents. I mean, yeah, we could. It's so easy, man. Pirating, Everything's dude. easy. I'm all about pirating. I'm after, n- don't I'm advertise after pirating. Bir- I'm after your birthday. Not that I condone pirating. This does ruin thievery. It's illegal. Um, It is illegal. If you're not paying for a service or paying for a movie, uh, to download and watch the movie. Yeah, so don't be coming over here trying to like pirate our, our podcast because you're too cheap to pay for it. We don't get paid anything for our podcast. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm so serious. Dude. Have you received one penny? Did I you thought, think it was coming quarterly or well, something? I, I thought it was kind of like in the music industry. You only get paid twice a month, you know, collecting royalties and shit. Twice a month? Yeah. Have you been paid once? I don't come to think of it, no. I thought it was that maybe it just took a while. Kind of like, you know, when you first get on a job, you know, it takes a little while to get your first check. I guess this shows me that I could do a podcast with you, but I probably shouldn't start a business with you. <laughs> As long as you just handle all the financial, man. Oh, okay. You need brain. Yeah, I'm the perfect person. Look <laughs> at all this fucking money I'm rolling. <laughs> People aren't just giving you enough. I'm hey, like give Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> right? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that silly duck. <laughs> I just used to love that show, watching that dude roll around. Did you? He was like my idol. You ever thought about like what would really happen if you tried to like dive headfirst into a pile of coins? Like, Actually, little, not until coins. just now, but it'd probably be pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, dead, pretty much. Hell of a way to go. How'd you die? How did you die? How did you die? <laughs> well, you know, I can't quite remember. I'm at the gates. 
That's uh, Peter and Gabriel's son. Peter Gabriel? Yeah. Padel. <laughs> Padel. <laughs> oh, Padel's outside the purr of the gates. Quit paddling around. What the, hey, dude. Pat, what are you doing here? I didn't think you'd be here for another few years. Yeah, hell of it is, man. <laughs> the heck of it is, I decided to drive head first into this giant pile of gold coins, man. It did not work as well as I thought it would. Yeah, guys, I don't recommend diving into money. It's deadly. It's almost as deadly as uh, dihydrogen monoxide, which kills people on a daily basis. It's funny you bring up dihydrogen monoxide. Really? Because um, I don't think it's a very funny issue, dude. I I mean, no, it's serious. not funny. It's serious, but people want to know about it, Pat. Hold on now. That sounds like you're jumping into some some questions for patty cakes. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Shall, shall we cue it? That's what we're doing. I was just going to cue the song in before that, but we can cue it in now. All right, cue now. Google it, Bing it, you know, Yahoo it, go ask your granddad, grandma. Google it, Bing it, Google it, Bing it, Google it, Bing it. Go ask your granddad, go ask your grandma. Go ask your granddad, go ask your grandma. Go ask your granddad, go ask your grandma. Google it, Bing it, Google it, Bing it. Go ask your grandma. Go ask your granddad, go ask your grandma. We cued the shit out of that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't lying, brother. I mean, you know, I've been seeing stuff about this, and it's been kind of worrying me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw it's you posted joke, it. Man. You were posting it on Facebook. Um, it's not a joke. Dude, the, the stuff is so dangerous that our milita- our, our government freaking sucks it all out of the food that they send to our soldiers. All, all right. of our soldiers in duty, all the meals that they receive, they completely... Remove. Avoid, yeah. Yeah, they completely remove all dihydrogen monoxide from those meals. So you tell me if the government is removing it for the soldiers, I mean, what are we doing? Like, really? I don't see why there's not a bigger uh, movement to ban the stuff. How do I keep myself safe from dihydrogen monoxide? Hell of it is, dude, man. Bear pig. Uh, they inject the stuff everywhere, man. It's in everything, it's in all our food. But it's in such low quantities, and most of the time, the, the government is like, Oh, you're okay, you're okay, you know. Oh, you need so much. It's kind of like the same thing with poop. There's poop in your drinking water. You drink poop on a regular basis, but they're like, Oh, there's not really that much. Well, you come over here and drink my pile of poop. You tell me how that goes for you. That's why I use Brita, man. It gets all... Does it get the dihydrogen monoxide out of the water, though? It gets... It gets most of it. Most of it. It gets most of it. So what's left? What's left? Um, just uh, just a little bit of hydrogen, a little bit of oxygen. That's about it. Hmm. Is it like a little bit of a little bit of uh, uh, salt? A little bit of salt. Um, Sometimes some benzene. What's in the left behind product? What would do you think the ratio of hydrogen and oxygen would be? Uh, just off the top of my head, it's probably a single hydrogen. No. Probably two hydrogens and like only one oxygen. The Brita does a pretty good job of cleaning out the water. So it's like after all that crap that comes through the faucet, you're left with like just a few atoms. That's it. Two hydrogens and one oxygen. Yeah. Hmm. Great stuff, dude. Brita. Yeah, I love it. Excuse me. When you do that, you're putting um, dihydrogen monoxide into the air. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. No, I'm about to go put a Brita filter in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be poisoned in the world. Not on my watch. Nope. 
I'm gonna see if I can't get that passed. We're just gonna have to start installing Brita filters into everything. <laughs> Small ones for our nose holes. So, what do you do if you accidentally ingest dihydrogen monoxide? Well, there's lots of myths out there. The leading, most prevalent myth is that if you consume a toxin, uh, oh, excuse me, if you consume a toxic amount of dihydrogen monoxide, that you're supposed to drink a lot of milk. The milk will not absorb the poison. This is a fallacy. Okay. Uh, the best thing to do is to consume something that can that can absorb it. You want something that's going to absorb and uh, nullify the effects of the dehydrogen monoxide. Um, I'm sure lots of people have heard how the hospitals will uh, pump your stomach out with charcoal and whatnot. So that's and it really does work for pretty much everything. I think the only thing that it doesn't work for is alcohol. So um, go in the backyard. If you got a bag of Kingman charcoal, you sit there and you punch it into a powder. Mix in a little bit of um, uh, your favorite soda. Make a frothy beverage in the blender. And you chug that stuff through a beer bong. Uh, I mean, do you throw it up or does it just absorb it and you digest it? Well, you might throw some of it up. Just because of the violent reaction it has inside of your stomach, uh, it will cause your stomach to rupture whenever you do this. Uh, and so it's not uncommon for you to throw up some blood a little bit, but it's all part of the healing process. Uh, it, it's going to sit there and bubble and froth and turn into an acid with, you know, stronger than hydrochloric acid. Um, but it's no big deal. You know, for the most part, your stomach can take it. But eventually it'll tilt down once it's absorbed all of it and neutralized it. And your body will end up absorbing it and using it for hair growth. So you'll you'll notice like an immediate hair growth, like almost overnight, of sometimes up to two to three inches. Oh wow! Just hair all over your body, like yes, completely, like like a jumpsuit. Yeah, there's there's some there's some people that actually use this method to try to grow out their hair quick, but you know it's a, it takes a toll on your stomach and your digestive tra- digestive tract. So I don't really recommend it for unless it's an emergency. Take care of your digestive tract. Take care of your digestive tract. Make sure. Are you speaking a different language? Sometimes. Sometimes I like to just switch it up, keep things fresh. Um, basically, I just like showing off that I have an extensive knowledge of other languages. But I digress because I no longer wish to show that uh, talent off anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, a question is coming from... Let's see who Let's see who we got a question from here. Who's delighted us? Laura Marie Sayers would like to know... Why a sequel to Zombieland has not been made. Oh, man. Anybody remember Zombieland? I loved that movie, dude. Did you? Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of it, though, was just because I love like, Bill Murray and um, Woody Harrelson a lot. I, I, they're, like, they're actors like I grew up with, you know? I remember seeing them from, like since forever. Plus, some of, the, some of the other characters they had just like did a bang-up job for the movie, you know? They really... Uh, portrayed their characters very well. They really captured it. Um, as far as sequels, there's there's been all kinds of releases of teasers talking about oh there's gonna be a uh, there's gonna be a sequel there's gonna be a sequel you know there's gonna, they're gonna try to you know tie up loose ends and stuff like that you know they want to just make a new adventure more or less. Uh, there's there's critics that say oh don't turn this into another you know um, 
uh, what's the drunk movie? Um, Hangover. Hangover. They're like, the oh, drunk movie. Yeah. Oh, please, you know, let's not just turn this into a new hangover and, you know, you can just get stupid with it. Um, but to be honest, I th- it's not very talked about, but the main reasons they haven't actually come out with a, a sequel is they can't get the cast together again. I mean, uh, Bill Murray died uh, just last year. Freaking Woody Harrelson is in prison right now. Uh, we all know that suckling milk from from uh, canines is is a federal law. It's completely illegal, and so he'll be in jail for the next ten to fifteen years. Maybe wow. maybe sooner on good behavior. Was the milk on. worth it, Woody? I mean, <laughs> I guess so. It must have been delicious. Um, freaking uh, Jesse Eisenberg, he's on hiatus. He hasn't even been doing movies any, any lately. He's been just touring around Europe, just doing a bunch of drugs, uh, freaking snorting cocaine off his stripper butts. Emma Stone was hanging around with him, snorting cocaine off his stripper butts, but she found Jesus and checked herself into rehab. So she's been in rehab for a couple years, and she's actually came out in some uh, uh, TMZ reports talking about that she's actually grown quite fond of the people in there and doesn't really want to leave. Wow. So, so they're all virtually unjoinable. Like, we can't... There's no way to bring them. Yeah, it's... Unless they shoot the next one inside of a prison. Basically. They'd have to... It'd be have to it'd have to be uh, a worldwide production. You'd have to use a Bill Murray holiday. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they're doing that a lot. Though. They do it with Tupac, right? Yeah, but it's not the same, man. I, I just don't... I just don't dig the holograms, man. I feel like they're just cheapening their... Their, uh grandeur with these holograms yeah yeah I, I feel, think they're cool I feel like they're sitting there just milking it out that's what you're supposed to do let them be legends it's not like it's a poodle or anything this is a cash cow that I guess so yeah I didn't really look at it like that I might do the same thing if I had access to the, the funds cool. that would be generated from some of these holograms <laughs> who would you make a hologram of if you had a th- the ability to make a hologram and you were going to make money off of it who's ho- what hologram this is a question from me I'm asking patty cakes Hey, Kel, this is the first question you've ever asked me yourself. I'm asking you, buddy. Hey, hold on. Let's. This is a momentous day. What is this, September 11th? Is it? I think it is. September 11th. Being as nothing ever... No, it's, it's September 10th. So, <laughs> uh, let this day be known out in history as the day that Kel, a.k.a. the, the alchemist, asked his first question, his first official Ask Patty Cakes question. Mark it on your calendars. Since September 10th. Because I'm not going to ask this motherfucker another question until next year. I'm not going to ask him until next year. Really? Really. That's sad. You're already pissing me off. <laughs> Shut your mouth. My question is... Your question. What hologram would you use? If you had the money... Okay, if you had the money to produce a hologram, if you had the equipment, whatever you like, want to call We're it. talking about like the real deal holograms like they do with Tupac and right. Michael. What celebrity would you use to make you money? What do you think would be lucrative? Um, man, uh, I think I would probably go for perhaps Beethoven. Beethoven. Beethoven, or maybe um, um, what's what's a Bach? Or you would do that? You think that would make the most money? Well, here's the way I look at it. Um, there's lots of rich people 
that like all this classical this music. I mean, I enjoy it, but I don't really necessarily have the money to go see even like live performances nowadays. You know, but there's plenty of rich people to do and see it, and you know, spend plenty and plenty of money on these things and everything associated with those events. Now, say, hey, we're gonna have Beethoven playing his original pieces. I feel like there's gonna be rich folks coming out the woodworks, filling up halls to see Beethoven playing some of his original. The hologram. Yeah, but we won't say the hologram. We'll just say Beethoven. It's not like he has. They're gonna know it's a hologram. No, they're not. (laughs) Dude, have you seen how? This is preposterous. Dude, once you see this hologram, dude, you're going to be thinking that we've done, put a Max Revive on him or something. Max <laughs> Wow. So Beethoven. And here's the thing. It doesn't even just stop with him playing original pieces. Now that Beethoven's back alive. He can play some dubstep. Dude, we're going to, no, fuck that, dude. <laughs> He's going to be coming out with new music. He's going to start writing new pieces. And then we'll be able to sell those. And we'll have all the copyrights on them. Boom. So, hologram Beethoven is also a sentient being? Mm, in a monetary sense, yes. But if he's writing the music... But, being as he's not a, a, a living being as far as having a heartburn... <laughs> What's a heartburn? <laughs> a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, you know, there's no laws protecting him. It's, you know, there's... He legally can't do anything. It's not like he could copyright any of it or anything. We can just take his intellectual property and say it's ours. Because we, in fact, created him. He belongs to us, so his stuff belongs to us as well. Fact. I wasn't at all prying at the legal ramifications of this. I'm just saying. That's how it works, man. You can look it up. Uh, it's uh, 1952. Uh, Judifer versus Sanchez. What I'm asking. Dude, <laughs> You ain't gotta believe me, man. You can Google it, Bing it, Yahoo it, do whatever. <laughs> Will he be able to write music? <laughs> of course he would. It's Beethoven, man. He's a genius. <laughs> what kind of stupid question is that? Uh, I don't know if the same questions are stupid, but that was a stupid question. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. I am not asking a question until next fucking year. <laughs> I would pick Richard Pryor just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor. Why? Because he oh. wasn't done yet. You think so? No, I know so. Oh, man. Actually, that's who my choice would be for now. Now, given a, a length of time, uh, eventually I would choose uh, uh, Willie Nelson. You'd have to wait till he died, though. Yeah, I'd have to wait till he died. And you just hang out with him. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'd be chilling with Willie on a regular, dude. Just Me and him just hanging out. Willie. would make him a hologram bus. And we just ride around in that all over, eating it off to the Texas Roadhouses across the states. Oh, is that what he does? He eats at Texas Roadhouse? Uh, yeah, that's like one of his favorite restaurants. Really? Yeah. I hope Willie Nelson shows up in Baytown. He might. He hangs out up towards... Uh, I'm going to go throw rotten fruit at him. He hangs up there in, like, uh, what do you call it, New Braunfels area a lot, though. So we'll have to make him a hologram house out there so he can hang out where he likes to be. Hologram house? Yeah. It's getting a little ridiculous. Okay. Well, that was my question for you. I'm glad I could answer it and enlighten you. Any my other questions good. for the day? Um, I probably have more questions. All right. I've got another question for you then. How do you feel about Kanye West? Kanye West? I mean... I personally feel like we are all lucky to have even been born in the same generation as him, to be able to live, to 
even witness his life firsthand. I mean, he basically is the combinement of Gandhi, Jesus, Willie Nelson, Pac, and Beethoven all rolled up to one with a stash of Stephen Hawking's. And you feel that he is, um, he's in, he, do you feel that he's as talented as he feels he is? No, not at all. No? No, he's, he's probably like 10 times more talented than he says he is, at least. So he's, he can pretty much do what he wants. We just need to leave him alone? I mean, basically. I mean, what are they saying in that one old song? It's like, why don't you leave them boys alone, let them play their songs? Who yeah. Who do you think he wrote that song for? Himself? No, he was writing that because he had a, a premonition. Of Kanye coming to... Well, no, he wrote that song, though. Kanye wrote that song. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Hank covered it. And then Hank covered it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, from the past. That's how good he is. <laughs> he wrote a song in the future that was covered in the past. That's how good he is. It's like Johnny Cash. Yeah. That one song. Yeah. He's a, he's a past writer. He's a ghost writer. Remember that show? Ghost Rider? Did you ever watch Ghost Writer? <laughs> yeah. On Nickelodeon? Yeah, and it dude. was like something wrote in a notebook to this person or... Yeah, dude. I, I just remembered that. That's funny. What was it? What was it about? I have... What was the show Ghost Rider about? I feel like that the spirits would like contact him through a journal and then they'd try to go help put it, its soul at rest or something like that. That sounds good. I'm going to go with that. Is that what it is? I don't know. That they sounds like really good, help, though. help the deceased finish their journey? Yeah, that sounds really good. That sounds like a show that I'd watch. Was that on Nickelodeon? I think so. I remember that show. I what about um, Shelby Woo? Do you remember Shelby Woo? No, that sounds like a dumb show. I wouldn't oh. watch anything so dumb. Um, do you remember um, uh, Nick News? I remember, Nick News? I remember it existing it. But see, I didn't have... You remember cable, existing I ha- it? I remember it existing, but I didn't have cable TV growing up. I had three channels. The VCR... <laughs> the Nintendo and then whatever was on the one channel you could get on the TV. No, I had Fox 26, UPN 20, and and WB 39. And what what do you get to watch on that? Man, you get to watch all kinds of stuff, man. You got Fox that just, that's where all the best, that's where a lot of like, I don't even know. I think they just do news. And then you had UPN, uh which had a lot of family shows with white families and then you had the WB which had a lot of shows with families with white uh, a lot of family shows with white families is that how it worked? basically huh truth man WB had WB didn't have was it no Fox Fox had the cartoons in the morning though on Saturday morning didn't WB have cartoons? yeah they did and we had to go back and forth Animaniacs yeah because we had to go back and forth between them that's right and we had to sit there and like sometimes though once I figured out about the VCR existing Man, I just record one of the, one whole channel and then come back and just you know gangbang them all. And also, I would sit there and record all the Pokemon episodes that played while I was at school, and I'd watch them when I got home. Pokemon came on. It came Saturday on Saturday morning cartoons. No, no, they came on throughout the week. Ah, that came. Pokemon used to come That's on right. throughout the week. What channel was it on? Uh, I want to say the WB actually. Maybe yeah. I think that's what I think that was what it was. Yeah. I started watching it in what? It's fourth grade. Pokemon? Probably something like that, yeah. That sounds about right. Third or fourth grade, something like that. Might have been fifth. Might have been fifth. Yeah, because I had a Game Boy and I played Pokemon. So anyways, any more questions for the Marvelous Patty Cakes? I don't think I have any more questions and nobody else does either. Interesting. They, they probably Why are y'all slacking, guys? We can just ask them next time. Yeah, y'all just need to go ahead and keep sending the questions in. 
I know y'all have uh, inquiries that y'all would like to make uh, to further your knowledge of this universe or the next. So uh, go ahead, hit us up. I mean, it can be as simple from the creation to the universe or something as complicated as my personal favorite uh, food state. Because that's very complicated. Yeah. So uh, anyways, moving along. Moving along. What's been up, Bing? Final Fantasy VII has consumed me. Has it? I played it in the past. When I when I was younger, I everybody's played it in the past. Fourteen years dude. old, you played it. No, I've never played it. Exactly, piece of garbage. You should check it out, man. It's a really good game. A bunch of little shit talkers on the internet's all the story's overrated. That's all anybody can ever say about it. Negative. Like I swear, that's the exact words. The story's just a little overrated. Like, quit complaining and saying something's overrated. Give me a reason. Give me one good reason. Like, the story's damn good. People are just naysayers, man. They gotta yeah. have something to complain about. Yeah. That's all it is. I don't like to knock stuff until I try it. And then if I try it and it's not my particular taste, I'll definitely let you know. Like Pecker. Like Pecker, yeah. Pecker's not one of my things. Uh, for Pat, on the other hand, it's not one of his things either. But <laughs> that's okay. Um, Final Fantasy VII. So what do you think is the... Th- I mean, anybody who knows anything about Final Fantasy knows that Final Fantasy VII is, if not the, one of the most revered releases of the franchise. Why? Why? I've heard the story, I've heard people say the opposite, that the storyline is brilliant. So let's not even talk about the storyline. Screw the storyline. Let's talk about gameplay, the shit that matters. Well, okay. Gameplay is you, I mean, you run with three people at a time. Okay. You get up to eight, I think eight people to choose from. Okay. I think I've got eight. Um, can you, or they have predisposition uh, classes, or can you kind change of, them? a little bit. There's a way to run everybody. If you get on the internet, you can look up all these builds for your characters and stuff. Just like any game, there's a way to run yeah. each class. Each player, each character in the game is its own class, most definitely. And you've just got to figure out what combinations of uh, skills you can give them. They all have uh, what's called a limit break, and it's when they they uh, they get hit enough times they build up this energy, and they have like an ultimate attack they can do. So you get a limit break, and it levels up as you level up too. Like you, there's two limit breaks per limit level, and there's four limit levels. So there's eight different limit breaks on all your characters. Okay. Um, maybe there's eight, or maybe there's only seven. Maybe level four only has one limit break. I can't quite remember. But you get limit breaks, so that's the only difference everybody else has. Now, some people have more health, some people have less health, naturally. Some people have more magic defense, some people have less. Some people are faster, some people are slower. Each person has its own base. There is a a disposition of the base stats, which would perhaps make you more inclined to, say, take this guy with a lot of health and a lot of natural uh, straight defense, regular Mm -hmm. defense, and let's make him a heavy armor tank. Right. Right. But you don't... You can very well make him a viable character going a totally different route if you want. You can make your main character a, a, a wizard, a black mage. You can make your main character a white mage. Okay, so this sounds pretty similar to 12. 12 is the only one I've actually ever played. Yeah. And it's like, the main character, he had stats that were even across the board. So, the guy you were playing as, you could make him whatever you want. Right, exactly. And then, the rest of them, you know, you'd see just a few point difference in their base stats you know it's like, mm-hmm. oh well this guy must be for this or this guy must be for that but the way that the 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 skills the skill board worked you could pretty much do whatever you right. wanted really yeah i played 12 yeah that was that's exactly it's kind of like the sphere grid on 10 
Okay. It's a sphere grid. It worked the same way. Like, there's a huge grid and everything's on it. And every player is on the grid. But this player starts at this corner of the grid. Right, This player right, starts right, at... Right. They all start in their own section of the grid. And right. And build skills in the direction of whoever else. I gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, Final Fantasy VII's really cool. It has a materia system. So you get weapons and armor, and they have an amount, a number of slots in each weapon and each armor. Okay. Um, those slots you can fit materia in. And each materia is a skill. Okay. So... You can have a sword that might have great attack, but it only has two materia slots. You can have a sword that has really weak attack, and it has eight materia slots. The more magic you put on somebody, it affects their stats in different ways. Materia okay. is an energy that is has radiation, I guess. It's a type of radiation. So, um, they don't say that in the game, but I'm just assuming that's what it does, like because it lowers and raises certain stats. Just having it equipped. You equip it in your weapon or whatever. Now you've equipped fire, the fire materia, into your weapon. Your max HP goes down. Your max strength goes down. Your MP goes up, and then your magic attack goes up or something like that. And what does a it do for bit. the sword itself? It doesn't do anything for the sword, but now your weapon carries a spell for you. So in your command list, now you have magic. And you go to magic, and you have fire. And you can use fire on somebody. Because it's okay. equipped to your weapon. Okay. Did you have a... You were talking about something that you were going to be... Um, some show you were watching? Well, I've been watching... Um, little Known Secret. I'm an anime fan. Uh, <laughs> I'm always looking for new ones, man. It's He's like, out of the anime closet, everybody. Pat watches anime. <laughs> Uh, man, I, you know, I've talked about some other ones that I've been uh, involved in, and uh, I'd like to, to tell you more about those, but I don't want to give any spoilers away because it's hard for me to talk about them without doing so. Uh, I've mentioned uh, Overlord and God Eater here recently, um, I believe on the last episode, actually, and Hulu's pretty cool of always giving uh, suggestions uh, of shows you might enjoy. So I found one on there that caught my eye because of the name. Uh, the I was sitting there just looking through and seeing what they're called, and one, I couldn't make it out because it was so small, so I clicked on it, and it was so small because it was such a long title. It was called, uh, Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Chicks in a Dungeon? That is the name of the show. That is its title. I was like, what? Sounds interesting already. Yeah, I was like... <sighs> Sounds like that Japanese weird shit you're into. Well, that's kind of what I was like, man, this is going to be... This is a this has got to be a dumb show. But then I look at the art, and it's got a cool-looking guy with a sword. It looks kind of fantasy-ish. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll give it a shot. I'll give any show a shot. I've, I've watched plenty pretty, plenty terrible uh, animes out there before. Um, man, uh, but... I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, uh, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Uh, it's been out on a manga since I think 2013. Uh, it's still ongoing. They've only got eight volumes out. Uh, and then I believe in this past year, they uh, just started coming out and they've come out with the first season. I believe it's a complete season. But it may not be. There's only 13 episodes. I don't know how planned they... I haven't actually gotten to it, so I don't know if that's kind of like the stopper for that season or if they're still pumping some out. Uh, but the last episode was released in June 26th, so it's a, it's a fairly new anime. Uh, the It's put, pumped out by JC Staff, uh, the, the author of it, and y'all know how I am with names. Um, at Yuka Ugi, Ugichi, I think is how you say it. I don't know. Anyways, 
Homeboy, he's actually got some some awards for some of his uh, manga he's pumped out. He's come out with some side stories to this uh, particular manga that have actually won some awards. So it's a, uh, I've been pretty pleased. I mean, the more and more, of course, you see with the the newer animes, you got like the the chicks running around with the bouncy boobs, and they're hitting they're hitting all across the board of the different styles of girls. You know, it's like I'm seeing more and more. It seems like it's the single male character who's the hero, and he's shy and there's always all these women fawning over him. Like Tenchi Muyo. Yeah. Did you watch that? No. No? So you're just like, <laughs> just like yeah, all these chicks just came from all these different places like weird, yeah, they, stupid shit and they all just live in a house with him. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's like uh, you know, it's like as the story's progressing, you know, he's he's meeting up with new girls and they're fawning over him and there's, you know, his allow me to digress. Allow me to digress. Um... Master Bell, Bell Carnell, that's the main character's name. So, in this world of uh, fantasy, there are people that are called adventurers that go out into a dungeon and kill monsters. They get stones from these monsters, and it's kind of how they make a living. You know, they're going out for the gold and the glory, and, you know, they get these gems from the creatures, and they cash them in for actual currency in their world. The odd thing about the show is, if you didn't know any better, you would say it was one of these, um, um, what do you, I don't know what the actual term is, but like a video game. Yeah, like you're living in the video game yeah. virtual reality. Yeah. Because Ready Player One. Yeah, you know, it's because they they he has a goddess. There's goddesses that have fallen from heaven. They take up uh, humans under their wings and they create what they call familias or aka guilds. Um, the people in the familia, the goddess can actually have tattoos on their backs and she can, they can read the tattoos and decipher what their stats are. It straight up shows, oh, this is what their strength is, magic power, defense. And it's really weird like that. And then they can, they can gain abil- special abilities and skills and stuff, you know? It's really weird. And the creatures even drop items. It's like they burst into flames and dust and then so drop it's items. But... It's not a video game. Right. This is just their fantasy world. This yeah. is how their fantasy world works, and you know, but like uh, a video game. yeah. So he's he's steadily he's going through his pace of trying to become stronger, as all heroes do. Uh, he's accelerated. He's at an incredibly accelerated rate of gaining strength, but he's still quite far from where he wants to be. Picking up these hot little chicks all the way. You know, his god, his goddess. You know, of course, you know, big perky boobs. Uh, his new companion he just got. She's like the she she's kind of like the little Lolita style girl. She's a little bitty tiny girl. Of course, she's still you know of age, but she's got big perky tits and she's got the little cat ears. And uh, you know, it's it's always a new chick. He of course he's trying to get the chick of his dreams. You know, who's also another little perky titted bombshell. You know, say lovey. But <laughs> all that aside, the story is developing quite nicely it's it's kind of at a slow rate as far as seeing his growth and what you expect for him to create a party it's at a pace slow so i expect this to go on for quite a while i hope this is going to be uh i hope this ends up being up there with like maybe uh dragon ball z or something you know it's got a pretty awesome storyline and and the the pace of the story is being unraveled seems to be quite you know at a nice pace where it will go on for a while yeah. not to say that it's a slow anime there's plenty of action to keep you in there's plenty of stuff to make you laugh so overall I give it two thumbs up uh, a luchador and a flip flop a luchador and a flip flop yeah dang so that must be a good anime 
yeah i've been watching the new dragon balls dragon ball super series really it's interesting you should give it a shot i feel like some of it is weird uh, as far as animation goes um it looks strange and almost i wanted to like think it was fake or fan made by like episode five or something they're showing different shots of people's faces and stuff and it's just like close-ups and they look really strange okay uh but i don't really know i don't really know what to think of it you should check it out tell me if you agree with me though like the animation changes between little frames and stuff and like it's awkward it's odd and it almost looks like they're clipping episodes Man. out of battle of the gods and building just clipping pieces it might out of be cool though because uh naruto did this one time that i can think of where uh he's he's got these i it's been so while, so long now. I forget their names, but the uh, Satsuki or something like that. Basically, a group of bad guys that are super badass, powerful, and they're trying to destroy the Hidden Leaf Village. And when Naruto finally, finally, finally snaps, and Nine Tails starts to come out, and he starts to unleash a hellacious amount of pain onto this bad dude who's like su- supposedly invincible. It cuts to a different style of animation, and it made it that much more epic. I mean, Fully Cooley does that. It's constantly... And well, it, with Fully Cooley, it was a little bit different, because it was their, that studio's flagship uh, uh, anime series. And so they had a bunch of new equipment that they were trying to test yeah. out and see what they could do with. So it was, it, in a sense, Fully Cooley being the awesome masterpiece that I consider it was really just a test run for their studio, and it turned out to be an awesome one. Well, the anima- the animation in this Dragon Ball Z like looks like um, like somebody's shitty Flash animation or something. Shut up. I'm serious. Like, you just just watch it. All right, all right. Okay. Um, have you gotten into any magic cards? Anymore? Man, I, I sold some of my magic. Well, I'm selling some of the magic cards. Stop. I took them to the shop. They're, they're sitting up there waiting for appraisal. So, I broke down and bought some of the new Origins pack. Okay, how'd that go? It's it's going to be interesting. I've only bought a few booster packs. I've looked at some of the, 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 the strategies with some of the cards that I did get. Um, as usual, I mean, the colors are staying true to their, uh, their uh, connotations, I guess you'd say. I mean, to their traditional play styles. Uh, what I'm having trouble doing, though, is incorporating it... The, the cards that I'm getting out of these booster packs into my old deck to make that deck standard. Yeah, that's it's, that's what I had a hard time with getting rid of um, Ravnica and all that stuff. Yeah, when Ravnica went out, dude, that hurt me. But uh, I'm thinking that I might just break down and maybe just buy a few uh, starter decks, or possibly maybe buy a case of booster packs. I'm not sure, and freaking just remake a deck. Uh, I've sat there and. I've been looking at some of the cards out there. Um, man, the, the stuff they have out there for a, a, a deck burning uh, deck, you know, card burning deck, pretty cool, man. Yeah. I've Just in the stuff that I've seen and seen people talk about, I've already got my gear shining, dude. I'm thinking about for the first time I'm going to make a mill deck. I've made, I have not made a standard mill deck before. I have not uh, either. I have made, um, like legacy and modern mill decks, but I've never made a standard. I've actually held a grudge against mill decks for a long time because when I first started playing, I played against a gentleman and uh, he not only he had cards that every time they did damage to me, that I had to draw a card. And of course, there was a plethora of other things that he had that were, you know, making me mill my deck and throw throw cards away off the top of my deck and etc. But in his final attack, not only did he deplete me of all my life points, 
but simultaneously discarded the rest of the cards that I had in my deck. So essentially, I was defeated in two different ways at the same time. <laughs> well, all the smart asses out there, I know it doesn't technically happen until I go to draw my card. You know, okay. Shut up. You know, I lost two different ways at the same Quit time. Quit calling me a smart ass because I was just about to say that. <laughs> Wasn't even your turn yet. Dude, freaking magic. So there's magic players out there that are freaking snobby, dude. Oh, yeah. Yep. Dude, I, dude, I got so mad the last time I went to a draft and freaking, you know, I've got one guy on the side of me getting pissed off and telling me I shouldn't be stacking up the cards on top of him. I'm not supposed to pass him a card. I'm, my stack of cards until he's finished and made a selection out of his stack and passes it on. And then I've got a little a little uh, 20 bitch sitting there coughing and tapping tapping her fingers on the table trying to tell me to take the cards. And I'm sitting there just looking at the... I sit there, I'm like pointing to the guy that's got like six stacks of cards piled up in front of him. Because he's stupid. Yeah, what idiot. You feeling heated? I was, man. I was hot. Magic the Gathering. Talk to, there's some people, man. They have too much money, dude. Her parents were in there bragging about how many thousands of dollars that they had been spending on cases of booster packs just to get, for no other reason, to get the complete set of Planeswalkers. You could have just got on the internet and bought it. Yeah, for way cheaper. So they're either lying or stupid. Either way, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. You're either lying or you're stupid. I'm just going to start saying that to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me which is it, partner. Yeah. Are you lying or are you just plain stupid? Yeah, you're one or the other, brother. <laughs> one or the other, brother. One yes, or the sir. other. If you don't shoot Big Red, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of debating things and arguing, <laughs> I have a debate I'd like to settle with you. Okay. From what I understand, there are people out there who believe in their heart Okay. After watching the entire series of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, they believe that Goku is not a good father. Not a good father to his sons, not a good father to Gohan or Goten. That's probably because they're smart. Why do you say that? I mean, because he's a terrible father. I mean, what else do you need to know? He's a great father. He trained his sons how to protect the Earth and the universe, man. Like, so he, he sacrificed could go out everything. So after. Alien tail. He's not scallywaskian after nothing, dude. He's dude. He's out there trying to train and be stronger so he can protect his family. He's always there when they need him. Yeah, that's just what you see in during the daylight hours. <laughs> Is there like a nightlife for Goku? Yeah, dude. How do you know any of this? It's during the underground series. Come man. on, bro. Tell Dragon me about the Ball, underground. Dragon Ball series. Underground, dude. Yeah. Because you're not even a real fan if you ain't ever seen it. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what makes him not a good father in the regular series that everybody's seen? Okay. Uh, for one, uh, he's way too hard on Goku. Uh, two. He's way too hard on who? He dismembered his own son. What? He dismembered his own son. When? He freaking, like, cut the tail off of him. Oh. You're telling me that a loving father is going to... Piccolo did that, man. Well, Goku let it happen. Okay. And then when he found out it happened, he didn't do shit about it. If somebody laid hands on my hand, let alone cut a piece of my son off of him, dude, I'm about to come at you like a spider monkey on crack cocaine, dude. Okay. So Goku's a bad father. Yeah. <laughs> Did you even watch Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> well, I mean, a little. A little. What do you know about Dragon Ball Z? Uh, I mean... I remember bits and pieces. I mean, like, I, I remember he was sitting in some kind of little capsule, and he wanted to be stronger, so he was, like, increasing gravity or something, and then there's 
it kind of like next thing I remember um, I remember some white white and purple guy rolling around in a wheelchair pointing at blinking at buildings and them exploding or mountains he's exploding mountains with his brains or something uh-huh and next thing I remember Goku's just running down the back of some long ass snake <laughs> so where do you get any of your Goku is a good dad man Goku stood his spirit he was strong enough to project his spirit to Gohan to do a one handed Kamehameha to defeat Cell right 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 if, if you say so man he did that man he was down there with his son took him in the hyperbolic time chamber and just spent all that time with him countless hours thousands and thousands like two years or something in there with just him. Him and his dad. They spent all that quality time together. That seems and a they little fought each other. That seems a little unnerving. No, nah, man, they ate a bunch of food and the food was just I infinite. Like, I mean, did mm. they never call CPA to see what was going on? That's a little weird. They were only gone for two seconds or something or like a couple hours. You just hours. said he was there for years. It's the hyperbolic time chamber, bro. Dude, you're telling me. He's in there for two years, no. but in the outside world, it's like two hours or something. Dude. What kind of stuff was he doing to his son in there? Training him, dude. Whooping his ass over and over and making him cry and then making him get back up and do it again. What were they eating? Rice bowls? Rice balls. Where do these rice balls come from? They're just magic, dude. It's like they came from... How did they shower? In jars or something? How did this kid get an education? How did he get a good education while he was in this time bubble for two years? Look at Gohan now. Does he seem educated? Not at all. Yes, he is. He seems like... college. He seems... They don't even have colleges there. <sighs> Gohan goes to college. Him and Videl go to college together. And what do they study? Being scholarly. Being scholarly? Yeah. I'm going to go to college and learn and study ballerology. <laughs> you need to study Dragon Ball Z before you start saying Goku's a bad father. And that goes for all of you. Goku is a fantastic father and he would do anything to protect I'll tell you his what, family. Vegeta was twice the father as Goku. How so? Cause man, tough love, dude. He didn't let his he didn't let his son, you know, give any excuses. He children are only limited by the limits you put on them. They they are uh, uh, little sponges absorbing everything that you'll expose them to. And Vegeta put no limits out there and exposed him to massive strength and power. And what happens? Vegeta's son becomes. The youngest Super Saiyan to ever hit the universe. And then he fights him. And he's like, homeboy, son, I'll tell you what. You hit me, taking you apart. What happens? His son hits him. Yep. What happens next? Vegeta knocked the fuck out of him, put him on dirt. But mm-hmm. then he took him to the park. Yep. Now that's the father. He did. Did you see that episode? <laughs> so, you haven't seen this episode yet. Well, I mean, I've seen, I've seen like I said, I've seen bits and pieces. Here well, this new Dragon Ball Super episode is Vegeta taking Trunks to, a, like, a carnival. And it flashes back to that memory where he promises to take Trunks somewhere fun, something like that, and he takes them to a carnival. And it's, like, a bunch of people dancing, and Vegeta's, like, super, like, super socially awkward. Vegeta like really uncomfortable. Yes, yeah, super uncomfortable. How is somebody of that magnitude? Until it's time to eat, and then they're just, like, wolfing shit down, and him and Trunks, <laughs> him and Trunks are, like, it's like they're bonding. It's like that's the point where they start bonding. And they're screaming, it's so good! And just like <laughs> shoveling giant fish that cover the whole table in they, their mouth. They, ju- like, they go Super Saiyan just so they can shovel more food into dude, their they face faster. Shoveling, bro. And then they get to the octopus and like Bulma's even digging in and like they're all eating this octopus and then it fucking like, <laughs> like deflates and shoots ink all over Vegeta. And like covers him in ink. 
and he gets super pissed off and like he looks like he's gonna freak out and they have to carry him out of the restaurant. <laughs> he's just like stiff, like <laughs> he like grabs the octopus and the fucking it. tablecloths start coming up and the fucking shit starts shaking on the table. <laughs> and he starts getting mad. That's dude. awesome. And they calm him down and bring him out. Fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. But Dragon Ball Super is really just going through Battle of the Gods as episodes. Like, it's all happening. Does that disappoint you? Uh, kind of, yeah. It's saying that they're just going to continue off of that, though. They're going to keep going with it. Huh? You got to have a good base. Good foundation, baby. It just looks Martell a little off. That. Yeah. That's six inches. I'm a porn star. <laughs> I digress. Diggers. So, excuse me. Moving on. Are we moving on? I think so. Goku's a good dad. Vegeta's better. How is Vegeta better? I... God, it, 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 it's just science, dude. Science this is never gonna stop. Science is a terrible thing. We have um, these little devices here to thank us for that. Shoes? Huh? Shoes? Yeah. Remember the shoes uh, that had air conditioning in them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, put, I made some shoes with air conditioning in them the other day. Stepped on a bed of nails. Punctured a bunch of holes in my foot. What? I got air conditioned feet now. <laughs> I mean, you didn't even have to pay extra for it. Hell no, man. I went down to Walgreens, picked me up a Technus shot. A Technus shot? A Tetris shot? Yeah, a t- Tetris shot. That make you better at Tetris? <laughs> no. I thought it would, but it did not. So, we talk about silly technology and fun technology, right? From time to time, we have been known to, yes. Well, there's all these, um, what do you call it? Ingenious inventions? Yeah, all these feats of technology that you just didn't know existed and didn't really ever have a reason to think about them existing. Um, Look, dude, I'm just saying, some of the stuff, you, you don't even know you need it because you're too stupid to even think of inventing it, but these people have. So you need to find this stuff and buy it, and then you need to give me some, some money for telling you about it, or Kel... Kelsey, give give Kel money for telling you about it. Give me money. We want monies. Is that how it works? You tell people you want monies and they give it to you, right? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. They make um, toilet paper holder that uh, can just go on top of your head. And if you have a super runny nose, and you know you have those days where you're running around and you're just having to walk over to the tissue over and over and over, you're trying to get something done. Yeah. Like you're down there in the dirt on your elbows doing the garden or something and you've got allergies you've been out there for like an hour now and you really need to blow your nose wipe your sweat all this stuff man this little hat just sits on top of your head you pull all your tissue straight up from on top of your head that's pretty awesome and you blow your nose I cannot tell you how many countless times I've been at work and needing something like this because when I'm at work I mean I work work construction I'm on top of elevators I don't even have access to a bathroom half the time where I could go get some toilet paper even if I wanted to so My only other option is Snotty to blow, shirt. blow snot rockets all over the car top that I'm working on top of and just roll, roll around in it. See, that's just that's a horrible situation so, to be in. I mean, if what now what I'm hoping to see, which doesn't appear that they have out yet, is an adapter for hard hats. If they came out with an adapter for hard hats, I'd probably buy a case of these devices. I could bolt. I would, these, I, would, I could bolt this to your hard hat. I would just give them away to all the guys at work, man. Yeah, it would definitely work. They've got a toaster here. You know how many um, times I've hit the bathroom and needed to poop, and they got in there and they didn't have toilet paper? Boom. Problem solved. Really? Yeah. You just wear it everywhere? Yeah. Out to eat with the family? Yes. Come here. 
Just like grab the little one and you have toilet paper right there. You just come here and you wipe their face. Exactly. Dude, mm-hmm. this this is perfect. <laughs> they have a toaster here. Uh, and you can insert a digital picture uh, on this toaster. And it toasts someone's face onto the toast. I would just sit there and upload a picture of a big old pecker. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> and then sit there and toast. I'd hand out pieces of toast to everybody and tell them to chew a dick. <laughs> you're, a, you're an atrocious human being. Like it's put, almost disgusting. Put some me. jam on it and tell them to have some, here, have some sweeter Peter. <laughs> okay. Um, put some hickory seasoning on it. <laughs> they have a muzzle um, for dogs that has a duck bill oh, on it, so it makes your dog look God. like a duck. That's the... but it's a muzzle. Okay, I'm against this one. That one makes me want to slap somebody around. It would probably be you, Kel. Why? Just because you even showed that to me. You showed me that that I'm wishing you never had. In fact, I'd be willing to go back in time and end your life just so I could avoid ever seeing that. End my life? Yeah. Duckbill muzzles. Dude, that makes me want to go home and, like, cut my, my asshole out. be a really good, confusing game of duck hunt. Probably be really <laughs> short, too. It's like you go to the pound and it just looks like a bunch of teenagers posing for selfies. <laughs> duck lips. <laughs> oh shoot uh, shoot uh. apparently there was an invention in uh, 1955 where you could stick like a whole pack worth of cigarettes in <laughs> one stick and you could smoke all of them at the same time <laughs> when you just need that little bit of extra cancer in your life yeah <laughs> so it's not always you know inventions in the here and now there's great inventions from the past that just never got a chance to shine I, I chalk it up to bad marketing bad marketing yeah so how do you how would you market being able to poke smack ugh, smack a pack of ding dongs <laughs> smack a smoke a, a whole pack of cigarettes? You sit there and have you you uh, you you get your actor uh, sitting there super frustrated and just completely pissed off and sweaty pissed off and red face and you sit there and I'll have like like four or five cigarettes in between his fingers sitting there smoking them. And then sit there and take it out of his mouth and be disgruntled and just throw him on the ground and be like, Are you tired of only being able to smoke four to five cigarettes at a time? No worries, pal. We've got you. Introducing the... Boom. Enter name here. And then you show some beautiful woman that looks incredibly happy sitting there using this device where she's able to smoke a whole pack. Laying across her desk. Put your worries to rest. Watch as you can now easily smoke up to five... 10, 15, even 20. Yes, you can smoke a whole pack of cigarettes at a single time now. Mm-mm-mm. Sweet, sweet nicotine. Good old 55, where cigarettes didn't make you sick. Yep. They just now started making people sick recently. In the past, like, 20 years. People used to never get sick. There's a reason they call them cancer sticks, because after a while, they just started putting cancer into them. They made a yeah. They just they, they inject just, they inject the cigarettes right, with cancer. Pure, pure cancer. They made a invention back in the day called the Bandit briefcase. What in the heck? It looks like a transformer. It's a briefcase. You put everything in, and then there's a special trigger on the handle 
uh, that makes it pop open and everything flies everywhere. What is it called? The bandit briefcase. Anti-bandit briefcase. That way, at least if you were getting robbed, you could make your briefcase explode. (laughs) Now that's... Now that's lovely. There's an invention where you could uh, smoke a cigarette with another person. It had two tubes coming off of it. You put a cigarette in the end of it, and you can just smoke it together. Are you tired of sitting there smoking cigarettes with your your uh, your soulmate, but he or she is always sitting there and using incredibly too much lip and soaks the entire cigarette? No worries, friend. We've got the solution for you. Inter- introducing the cigatube. Now you don't have to share saliva unless you want to. <laughs> hey, you short the square with me? Yeah, bro. Hold on. Let me get this wishbone shaped apparatus <laughs> out of my pocket real quick. But it's awkwardly shaped, so I'm going to have to dig around for a second. You might be a little uncomfortable. Just turn around. You probably just wear it around the neck. Yeah, yeah. everywhere wear, I go. Wear it like a that necklace. Is that your tube? Yeah. Cool tube, man. And then you can sit there and market it with different like styles and customizable features. Dude, you can really add some pizzazz and sparkle. Maybe even a little bit of sass. Who knows? Sass and sparkle. Speaking of sass and sparkle, I was just looking at stupid inventions. And I saw um, an invention for dogs that they obviously stole off of... Um, Our show? Whatever. Yeah, off of what you were talking about. Um, and it like hold little flowers over their beehole so you didn't have to look at them. You're kidding me, dude. Not joking at all. It's real. Dude, see, that's what I get for not patenting these ideas, man. People are listening to our show, taking my ideas, and uh, making millions. Unless it was you, Tyler, then I wouldn't care. But if anybody else, I care a lot. Especially you, Dennis. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. But first, I'll sit there and rip out all your hairs in your arms and your legs. And then I'll put in a pie. Bake it. They've got a portable sauna. And make your mom eat the pie. It's like a zip-up bag. You can sit. I guess there's a chair in it. Hell you can zip yeah. yourself up to the neck. Come on, like, Sit in the sauna. Just anywhere you're at. Dude, I would use that at work, man. Yeah? Heck yeah. That, that's what you need, right? A little bit of extra heat on top of the heat that you're already... Dude, I gotta sweat the sweat out. More humidity? Just, just sweat the heat off of you. Do you drink it after you're done? I don't, but I'd make my helper drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you treat them people, man? Hell yeah, dude. I tell them to shut up, and I'll, I'll sit there and bully them. I'm Are you a work bully? I am, dude. Why? It's fun. You know, if you ain't ever bullied somebody, dude, like I'll sit there and be sitting there, and he'll be having his hands full running the elevator, and it's like, better not stop that elevator. Why are you doing that? <laughs> what the fuck I'll, is I'll wrong say- with you? You make me whine like a little girl. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do stuff like that. Just pull. Stop. He's got a ball spot on his arm. Today he has holes in his knees. I was pinching his knee really hard. What's <laughs> wrong with you? I pulled the Dude, hands out. You need to get your hands off. Of that, you big bully. Dude, you got so much hair on your legs. Dude, I could probably make you fucking. No, cry. don't do that, man. I could just rip you the fuck up. So don't even start. Uh, then his buddy, we met up with his buddy for lunch, and we're sitting at Panera Bread, and I sat there and pulled some of... Did you steal his fucking sandwich? Stay out of my fucking sideburns, dude. No, but I did break that dude. making me cuss. I broke that dude's, I broke that dude's connection. Like, he had, it like, right here at the, right at his ear level, where his, like, his sideburns tapered down real short, mm-hmm. and then before they came back up into the rest of his hair, Yeah. I, like, pulled that hair out, and it broke the connection. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're a fucking asshole. I'm sorry. Dude, you hurt me, and we're recording. <laughs> you hurt me. I, I needed you to understand. We had to get the real experience for the viewers, man. I'm not trying to put on some half-assed dog and pony show, man. We're bringing the whole 
uh, the whole circus to town. <laughs> I'm putting out quality entertainment here. Quality entertainment. Yeah. For your listeners. But sometimes pleasure. I just sit there and flick at his nipples. Mm. Or I'll sit there and just come up and hug him and rub my arm and my, my head all over him like this. They can't uh, see you. It's just weird. <laughs> it's not even necessary to do it. What are you talking about? That'd be like me doing this and this and like what are you doing? this. And How doing I, that I don't to even know you. what you're doing. And he, I'll do this to him. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> He doesn't understand that we don't actually have to do stuff to each other. We can just say it. And, no, it doesn't uh, work. He keeps touching me. It's terrible. Or sometimes I grab him and I'm squeeze. <laughs> He's hurting me. <laughs> or sometimes I tr- he'll be sitting up on the top handrail of the elevator where we're like at the top of the hoistway. And I'll try to shove him off. <laughs> he always catches himself though, so. We're on a network full of awesome podcasts. Really? Yes. So you saying we'll have to go check these people out? Probably so. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do that. As should you, the listener. Uh, Firepitnetwork.com <laughs> is a host to several podcasts, including the original Fire Pit. Um, the Fire Pit. It's affiliated with Mysterious Boom, Christy Hates Horror, um, The Fatal Four Ways done a few episodes. Um, there's, there's a bunch of interesting stuff going on there, and we're trying to grow... Uh, and we're trying to get more listeners, so um, we're working as a group to do that. What you looking up? San Antonio? Is there San Antonio, Bologna? Hold on now. I'm holding on. Is, are, we, are we plugging stuff right now? Yeah. Alright, I'm going to plug the shit out of my wife. Check out uh, Afro Queen. She's going to be at the Alamo City Comic Con. You might even look out and see uh, my father-in-law. A.K.A. Uh, Sergeant Payne. Uh, he might be out there dispensing some pain to people and indiscriminate injustice. Um, so, yeah, it's this weekend, September 11th through the 13th, 2015, at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center. I've been to this convention before. It's nice. Not too big, not too small. Lots of cool stuff to see. Lots of cool people that come out there and hang out. Uh, they're having basically... All the 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 people from uh, uh, what's the damn biker show? Sons of Anarchy. They're coming out. The Walker Experience VIP. Whoever the hell they are. But uh, what's your guys? I mean, they're gonna have some cool stuff there. Check out. Use discount code Kiss Rocks for a five dollar off your tickets. What? And uh, go see the Afro Queen. Yeah, go see her. Go see my wife. Do it. Do it. Are you doing it yet? Cancelled Chad Coleman. Yeah, that dude's a dick anyways. Who else cancelled? Uh, the mountain's gonna be there, it looks like. The mountain? Or whoever this guy is. That's Hodor. Hordor. Hordor's gonna be there. Uh, I guess the voice actor of... Uh, Finn. Finn from Adventure Time. He's gonna be there. That's really exciting to me. The original Shredder from the old uh, 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 Ninja Turtles uh, movie. You know, the live action? Oh, my God. What? Olivia Diabo is going to be there. She's the freaking voice actress from uh, Luminara and Dooley. Freaking, that's, that's one of Tamara's uh, first and best, uh, oh. in my opinion, anyways. That was like her first big costume. It's like one of her favorite Star Wars characters. Huh. And the voice actor that does, that plays her in the cartoon series is going to be there. Cool. So that's, that's really cool. So go check it out. Go to San Antonio. 
right now. Bring my wife with you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got. Listen to those stuff. Listen to us. Tell other people about us. Like, seriously, if you don't, I'm going to come to your house and feed you some pie made out of my helper's leg and arm hairs. Yeah. Because you collect all of them as you're pulling this arm hair? I put them in my pocket. And I put <sighs> them, when I get home, I put them in a jar. And once I have enough, I'm making a pie. You didn't get any of mine, did you? I put them Ain't in nobody eating my pie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>